Hello, welcome back to Kingdom Convos. I am Shannon White, your host, and I'm so excited to jump into our topic today. For those who are listening for the first time, it is nice to be able to speak with you. For those who are coming back, welcome back, family. So today, our topic is, my kid is not a statistic. They are a scripture. And so before we get started, um, this podcast is really for um, Christians who desire for their kids to know Christ. If you're a parent, a grandparent, a godparent, aunt, uncle, and you just have influence over a child and you are a believer of Jesus Christ, this is for you. These are where we get real. This is where we get encouragement to keep going on what God has given us to do as we watch over um, and encourage and edify the kids that God has placed in our lives. And so I want to read some statistics to you um, about children in our United States of America. Um, And so I know that we have more than just America listening, um, but I just wanted to share some that were in the U.S. And so I'm going to read about maybe like 10 or so statistics, just because our topic is my kid is not a statistic. And these are some children's statistics that are coming up recently. So let's get right to it. The U.S., along with Mexico and the Philippines, is ranked the number one worst place for human trafficking in 2018. Human trafficking, this is actually a kid's report. And so since 2007, more than 49,000 cases of human trafficking have been reported in the U.S., with 150 calls per day on average from each state. And between 18,000 and 20,000 victims are trafficked in the U.S. every year. And so this is really important because human trafficking is where a child is taken from somewhere they're comfortable in or taken from somewhere and forced into being a sex slave. And this is in the United States of America, Mexico, and the Philippines, the number one worst place. This is happening around us. This is from the Center of Disease Control. In April of 2019, so approximately 6.1 million children ages 2 to 17 have received an ADHD diagnosis. That's attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, meaning they can't sit still, they can't focus, um, or they're zoning out, things like that. 6.1 million children. About 4.15 million children ages 3 through 17 have been diagnosed with a behavior problem. 4.4 million children ages 3 through 17 have been diagnosed with anxiety. And 1.9 million children ages 3 through 17 have been diagnosed with depression. Statistics say that 1 in 6 children ages 2 through 8 have been diagnosed with mental, behavior, and developmental problems. So I want you to look at your kid's class, or if you go to church, look at your children's church, and count to 6. Count in numbers of 6. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Every child that is a number 1, that is the frequency for ages 2 through 8 that have been diagnosed Um, in the United States of America with a mental, behavioral, or developmental problem. There's also a school-to-prison pipeline that we see that is disproportionate for racial minorities and children with disabilities. That means that they get suspended more for smaller infractions. That means there's more of a, um, a spotlight on them. And then there's two more. 
One more than one in five students have reported being bullied. This bullied. This was in 2016, and the numbers have continued to increase. More than one in five students have reported to be bullied. And last but not least, we know that for ages one through 44, unintentional injury is the cause of death. But for ages 10 through 21, suicide is the second leading cause of death. Ages 10, that's elementary school. 10 through 21. So that is from elementary school through middle through high and young adulthood. Um, that is the second leading cause of suicide. As believers of Christ, we don't follow the society. We don't follow the culture. And so that's why this topic is called, my kid is not a statistic. They are a scripture. And so those are really alarming statistics to hear, but this is the truth. Um, and one of the enemy's devices is that we as a body are ignorant to what's going on around us. But I feel like it was really important that as my fellow brothers and sister parents, that we know the statistics. Because statistics are based on reports and based on diagnoses and based on what's been happening around us. And so we know that the Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, that all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Say it again. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for training, for teaching, excuse me, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. So our topic is my kid is not a statistic. They are a scripture. So what does this mean? This means that my kid is not going to fall into trap of any of these statistics that I read. My kid is going to be God-breathed based on 2 Timothy 3 and 16, and they're going to be useful. So I declare that your child is going to be a scripture. They're going to be God-breathed, and they're going to be useful. And so it's really important here because um, the Bible also talks about how, you say, some people will say, well, the scripture is from the Bible. But we also know that in 2 um, Corinthians chapter 3, verse 3, it says, But you, speaking to the people, God's people, Clearly, you are a letter from Christ showing the results of our ministry among you. So whoever is over your children, it could be you as parents, it could be your youth pastor. But clearly, you are a letter from Christ showing the result of our, of our ministry among you. This letter is not written with a pen and ink, but with the spirit of the living God. It is carved not on tablets of stone, but on human hearts. Another version says, and you showed that you were a letter from Christ delivered by us, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human heart. This basically says that we are scripture. We are letters from God. We are the instructions. As we live our life, we are read by men. People read our lives. People read what we do. People read how we respond. And it gives them something. It, gives, it leaves an impression on their heart. And so based on these two scriptures, where it says that scripture is God-breathed and is useful, and it says that it's written on by the Spirit of God, our children are to be scriptures and not testimonies because we believe in the living God. And so it's really important, though, because a lot of people feel like, yes, my child is saved. Yes, my child goes to church and God has breathed on my child. They, God has blessed them. But the Bible says the scripture are two things. They're God-breathed and they're useful. And so if you consider how people who have been successful um, in their areas of influence, whether it was athletics, whether it was academia, whether it was ministry, 
They have been trained in how to be useful in their area of influence. Consider how Tiger Woods was trained from a young person to be useful and a successful um, in the area of golf, in his area of influence, his giftings. Serena and Venus Williams have been trained from youth to be not only successful, but to be useful and impactful in their area of influence. Even if we go to the Bible, Elisha had Elijah to help him to be trained and useful for how God wanted to use him. Joshua was trained in how to be useful for Moses. And the list continues on. Even the scripture we read today, the Bible talks about how Timothy was trained by his mom and his grandma and how to be useful. And then Paul took over and mentored him. And so it's so important that, yes, we say, my kid is not going to be a statistic. They're going to be different. However, with them being a scripture, they have to be breathed on by God, which is when we get saved. But we also have to be useful. And so going to church isn't enough. We have to learn how to be trained in our gifts. So you see natural people being successful is because they've been trained from youth in who they are and how they operate in their strengths and their gifts. And the same thing we see in the Bible. And so success comes from being God-breathed and being trained for use. It's more than just a natural training. It's showing our kids how to function and be useful now in their lives in order to eliminate them wandering. And so we consider how the Israelites wandered. They wandered in the wilderness because they weren't sure of who they were. They know that God wanted to breathe on them. They know that God heard them. So they felt that, yes, God breathed on me. I'm blessed. But they didn't really understand the weight of who they were. They didn't really understand how God wanted to use them. They didn't really get it yet. And so, and so they wandered. They wandered and they were influenced and impacted by other things and by other people. And so it's so important that our kids are not wandering in their life because people who are trained young, whether it's in athletics, whether it's in their musical um, giftings and abilities, they are focused. If you look at how their life rolls out, they are focused. So imagine your child knowing how God uses them at the age of five, at the age of 10, at the age of 17. Can you imagine partnering in prayer with your child, with your son or your daughter, not just praying for them, but praying with them? And them leading prayer. Can you imagine God speaking to them now as opposed to when they get older? The Bible says that your sons and your daughters will prophesy. So if I am 31, which I am, and I have two children, the Bible says my sons and my daughters will prophesy. So that means my son, my five-year-old, and my two-year-old can prophesy. And I'm a witness to the spirit of the living God that my son has prophesied to me on several occasions. We weren't having related conversations, but there was something I was dealing with in my personal prayer time. And my son confirmed that I needed to fast. He literally said to me while I was brushing my teeth one morning, Mommy, he came out the blue. Mommy, don't eat and it will come. I said, what did you say? He said, mommy, don't eat and it will come. He didn't know, he know that. He didn't have a clue. But that was my confirmation that the Bible says that some things come out by fasting and prayer. And so he was who God used at that time to encourage me. This is what you need to do in order to get victory in this area. There was another time where um, I, I, we were getting ready to go into prayer, just, you know, nightly prayers, as you do with a five-year-old and a two-year-old. And my son looked at me in my eyes and he said, mommy... Do the hard stuff and God will work it out. Do the hard stuff and God will work it out. And I was struggling because I was feeling overwhelmed at the time. 
But instead of quitting, he let me know that wasn't an option. I'll give you one last example. Last week, I, this weekend, I had a beautiful opportunity to go to something called the Push Retreat. It was an amazing experience. But on that week, last week, I had been praying for miracles and for God to do some breakthrough and for God to do great things. And as my son prayed that night, because I said, honey, I need you to pray for mommy. So he was praying for our nighttime prayers and he began to ask God for miracles. He began to ask God for miracles and he would say it over and over again. And as he said it, my spirit would leap in me and I got excited from a five-year-old prayer. And so I just want to encourage you, imagine partnering with your child in prayer. Imagine your child prophesying. Imagine your child being used in a service that would shift the atmosphere. Imagine your child using their gifts of athleticism and creativity and music and speech and language and how they think. Imagine them being used by God now and then consider how they will only grow from there. And imagine if they know who they are now, how the enemy would not have enough authority to be able to distract them as if he would if we waited until they were 12 and 13 to personally train them. Because if you think about somebody who does physical training and they want to lose weight, the results are so much quicker. They're so much more intentional when somebody has a personal trainer as opposed to if you go to like a regular Zumba class. No shade on Zumba. I like Zumba. But if you, when you invest in somebody to be a personal trainer to you, when you invest on one-on-one training, when you invest in focused time, you see the results. And so we know that based on these statistics, the enemy is out for our next generation. And the examples I gave you of how there were people who started young and being trained on how they were to be used in their life, it makes a difference. And so I just wanted to encourage you today that I went somewhere this retreat and that one of the speakers, Dr. Keenan Bridges or his wife, Gloria Bridges, said something that has been roaring in my spirit, which is there is no baby Holy Ghost. A lot of times we pray for our kids and we want to help them to get ready for life, um, to be successful, but we don't really incorporate them and train them one-on-one on how to do that. Because if we would, we would begin to see God moving even in their life at a young age. We would allow God to be able to move in a, do, in a new way through them. And so while we're saying that my kid is not a statistic, they are a scripture, yes, God has breeds on your child. He loves them. He said, suffer the little children to come to me. He has done miracles through children. However, scripture is God-breathed and it's useful. And so it's so important. And I just want to encourage you to really become your child's personal spiritual trainer. Because nobody knows them like you. Nobody sees them like you do. God gave you a heart for them like nobody else as their mom or as their dad. And so I just want to encourage you today to keep the faith, even if they've gone astray a little bit, even if you say, my kid is doing great. Absolutely. But there's more that God wants to unveil in them. There's more that God has for them to grow into. There's more. There's like a big coat. When you get your kid a coat that's like a size or two or too big, they're going to grow into it. And so it's oh, it's so important. And it's our job that like Tiger Woods and like Serena and Vilius, Venus Williams, their parents saw their potential, but they took the time to really train them and make sure that they weren't distracted and make sure that they saw who they were. 
and they learn how to be useful and to hone their gifts and their crafts. And so on today, I want to encourage you to continue to declare that my child is not a statistic. They are a royal priesthood. They are a godly nation. They are a royal people, according to God's word. They are a living epistle read of men. They are scripture. They are God's um, chosen vessel to be a blessing to their class and to their family and to their friends and to everywhere that they go. And so as we go forward and we kind of end this podcast, I want to encourage you to know who you are. If you're not sure of your gifts, it's so important because our gifts are how God uses us to help teach them who they are in the spirit. And so if um, you're like, yes, my kid is going to be special. Yes, my kid is extraordinary. Yes, God is going to use my kid. I'm going to invest this time to make sure my kid knows who they are as a Christian, as a believer, and that they're confident in this and that they are honing their skills, not just naturally, but spiritually. If you want to teach your child who God says they are before the culture gets a chance to, before schools get to tell them who they are, before their peers get to tell them who they are, if you want to live in peace and in power and in balance as a mom, If you want to teach your child how to use their spiritual gifts before peer pressure will show them in social media and the Internet. And if you want to make God real for them and relevant, not just church in their daily life, not just on Sundays or Tuesdays for Bible studies or Fridays for youth group. If you want them really to really like this thing and say this Jesus thing, like I like this, I want this. Whether they're five, whether they're three, whether they're 10, whether they're 17. We are their personal trainers in the spirit, just like the examples I shared. And so if you want to make God real and relevant for your child every day, if you want them to know who God says they are before the world gets a chance to whisper in their ear and and, and discourage them and give them low self-esteem and cause them to be confused. If you want to make sure that they know how to activate their spiritual gifts in their prayer life before peer pressure shows up and kind of gets in the way. I want to encourage you to reach out to me. Look at the show notes. Starting November 1st, there is going to be a group of dynamic women who are called the Tribe of Warriors. There's This is a new program that I'm launching. It's exciting. It's for moms who are invested in growing their child spiritually. Yes, we take them to church, but God has called us as their moms um, to be their personal trainers and to continue to grow them and encourage them and teach them who they are so that they can be focused and not be distracted and have low self-esteem and and not be sure of who they are. So that way, when people come to them, they are confident in who God is. They are confident in who, who they are and they can go forth with boldness. And so if that's you, if you say, yes, I want my kids to be more than just great academically and more than just great athletically and more just great socially. I need them to be powerful spiritually so that the enemy doesn't think he can just do whatever he wants with them. If you want your kids to enjoy this journey, this Christian journey, reach out to me. Um, The information is in the show notes. You can email me at k convos with a v at gmail.com you can email me at kconvos at gmail.com i'll give you some more of the information we can give you a free discovery call for the first 10 people that reach out to me i'll give you your first 30 minute um information session for free ask any questions you would like because we are in this together we are a body of christ and so i don't know about you But I can definitely say that my child and my children are not statistics. They are scriptures and they are going to know who they are. And I'm willing to take the time to make sure that, yes, I know my schedule is crazy and busy, 
but God has given me some very small but significant strategies to make living for Christ fun and practical and so they can use their gifts in a way that builds them up and so they know who God is. And if that is you, if you want to join us on this journey with a tribe of moms where you can be imperfect, where you can have fun, where you can have people to pray together with you and for you, Come on and join us in the Tribe of Moms starting November 1st. The information is in the show notes, and God is going to do a great thing in this next generation. So we don't want our kids to be left behind. So let's pray, and I hope you guys have an amazing week. So Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your name. We thank you for your power. We love you, and we appreciate all that you are to us, God. We thank you for being our Heavenly Father. We thank you for forgiving us of our sins. We thank you for our children, Lord God. We thank you that you have blessed them, and they are your sons, and they are your daughters, and we we recommit them to you, God, and we pray that you would bless every parent here that wants even more for their children, God. God, and I pray for opportunities for them to continue to grow and strengthen their child and who they are in Christ. And I know that sometimes it can get hard and we get weary, but I pray for strength on this week for each parent that listens. I pray for strength and wisdom, understanding and knowledge from heaven so that as we do our schedule, you give us priority and wisdom and how we balance everything you put before us. So God, we thank you for the victory this week, God. We thank you that our children are different. We thank you that our children are holy. We thank you that our children know who you are. We thank you that our children's heart are for you, God, and that every distraction that the enemy has tried to bring before them, every negative influence and bad influence, we break that and we bind that spirit in the name of Jesus and we loose your peace and your truth and your light all over them. In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, speak to our babies and speak to us as we lead them and train them in the fear and admonition of the Lord. And we just thank you, God, that you are going to do great and mighty things things in their life with them, through them, and through us as parents. Teach us, Lord, and show us how to do this. We trust in you and we bless you in Jesus' holy name. Amen. So guys, have an amazing week. Remember that our children are different. And because they're different, we got to train them how to be useful because God has already breathed on them. Now it's our time to help train them and who they are. All right. Let the Holy Spirit use you, lead you, get some rest this week and be encouraged. All right. I'll talk to you guys next week.